0: According to this conception of power, you can do everything you want to win a battle, to win a campaign, to win an election. And as long as you win, as long as you can be elected a president, nothing serious can happen to you.
1: Welcome to your Actives Beyond the Byline podcast. I am Evi Kiori, and in this episode we take a look into the intriguing case of Nicolas Sarkozy. Former French President recently faced a major setback as he lost his appeal against a conviction for bribery and corruption. the court of Paris upheld the lower court's decision, resulting in a one-year prison sentence for Sarkozy. However, his legal team is determined to continue their efforts to overturn the ruling. For now, Sarkozy maintains his innocence and plans to file an appeal with France's highest court. The latest development only adds to Sarkozy's legal troubles, as he has been involved in other cases since leaving office. The implications of this decision are far-reaching, casting a spotlight on the French judicial system and financial prosecutors. Critics argue that powerful individuals, like Sarkozy, can exploit lengthy appeals processes, delaying their accountability and potentially eroding public interest over time. But how did we get to this point?
2: Nicolas Sarkozy, the, the, the former French president, was sentenced on appeal to three years in prisons, uh, two of which were suspended and one was in prison uh, for corruption and influence peddling, uh, and to three years of ineligibility.
1: David Abasso reports on politics for Euractive France.
2: So he's now appealing to the Supreme Court. So this means that he's still considered as an innocent in France. Uh, and it's a very complicated case because, first of all, um, in the way it starts, uh, the French justice has tapped an unofficial line between Sarkozy and his lawyer uh, in the framework of two other investigations, uh, especially one in which Sarkozy is suspected to have financed um, his 27 election uh, electoral campaign uh, with funds coming from the regime. Of Gaddafi, the Libyan dictator. So during the recordings, the police became aware of another case, uh, which is the one he was sent- sentenced for, uh, as they was listening to the former president and his lawyer.
1: The news are worrying the anti-corruption organizations that view this case as a mere display of power from Sarkozy's side.
0: There is no one single case. There is a myriad of cases which, in our view, are revealing of a conception of power which should belong to the past.
1: Francois Valerian is member of the International Board of Transparency International, the global coalition fighting corruption.
0: According to this conception of power, you can do everything you want to win a battle, to win a campaign, to win an election. And as long as you win, as long as you can be elected a president, nothing serious can happen to you. That's really the issue that we have, and that is now uh, completely unveiled to the public by the number of cases that we have against Nicolas Sarkozy.
1: The case has been dragging for years, and the more time it takes, more information comes to light, making this one of the most complex cases for the French authorities.
2: The case came into light um, at least of the authorities from uh, 2014, uh, and uh, during the wiretapping for the other case. So the corruption or the attempted corruption that allegedly for the moment took place, uh, and that Sarkozy of course denies consistent on trying to obtain some secret information of another case uh, from a judge of the French Supreme Court. Uh, in exchange, Sarkozy uh, hinted uh, that he would try to help him to obtain a prestigious position uh, in Monaco. Uh, and. The- is where you can understand that the the affair, the case is very complex, Uh, is that because on one hand, you have the authorities that are bugging a man and his lawyer, which caused a a stir among the lawyers in France at the time, and the legality of these wiretaps where I was of course question uh, which would have called the whole case into question uh, but the 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 supreme court or the court de cassation uh, validated this procedure uh, so so the the case went on uh, and that the, the second part that makes this case very uh, hard to understand for for a lot of people is because uh, the judge also, who was supposed to be appointed in Monaco, was never appointed. And it was not even an appointment over which Sarkozy had any direct power, as he was a French official. Uh, And he had promised to ask Monaco to favor his case, but it appears from the same wiretaps that Sarkozy finally dropped the matter. Uh, However, under the French law, and this what basically the the Court of Appeal explained, corruption and influence peddling uh, does not necessarily have to be fully consummated uh, to be convicted. So this is the direction that the court decided. And uh, in addition, uh, I I would say that Nicolas Sarkozy and his lawyer at the time who were under um, hearing and the former uh, judge in question were also convicted. So the three of them. Uh, And yes, of course, the three of them appealed to the Supreme Court.
1: Sarkozy's case could be a symbolic change of the tide on how the authorities are approaching the investigation but also a clear indication of the shortcomings of the judiciary system in France.
0: First of all, this case has had a positive development since we came to a trial and even to two instances of trial. And in those two instances, Nicolas Sarkozy and his lawyer and a magistrate were sentenced to one year in jail, suspending year in jail, plus uh, ineligibility and some other provisions. So uh, we have come to a result. Now it takes long. Why does it take long? Because we don't have enough people within the judiciary system in France, within uh, the financial uh, prosecution office, within uh, the uh, investigative and judiciary authorities to investigate and prosecute those cases. So that's the problem that we have. It's not a problem of independence of justice. It is a problem of lack of resources, which explains the time those cases take.
1: And Francois, you're mentioning the independence of justice. And I would like to ask, what does this case show about the effectiveness of the fight against corruption in France?
0: It shows that we've made progress in terms of independence of justice. So uh, clearly now uh, we can uh, come to the sentencing of a former president, which would have been unthinkable 15 years ago, 20 years ago. So we had Jack Chirac who was sentenced, but then he didn't serve any. Uh, a, 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 any sentence. So uh, it's really um, the first time that we really have a, a sentence that could be enforced against the former president. So it shows that justice can be independent in France, but it takes a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of courage also for the magistrates because uh, you may have noticed that these uh, judges, these prosecutors, are very regularly being attacked within the political world uh, also by the media or by some media uh, attacked for being politically biased for uh, being excessive or going too far and uh, in our view those attacks show that uh, we still have to evolve in terms of our political culture and evolve towards being a true democracy where rule is being respected by everybody, including by the president of the republic. And here we have an issue because we have the problem of uh, the the sort of impunity that is being enjoyed by the president of the republic as long as he or she is president. And then you have very long procedures against this person if this person committed wrongdoings.
1: You're listening to Your Actives Beyond the Byline podcast. Subscribe to our podcast newsletter on youractive.com newsletters. And if you want to expand your knowledge in other fields, you can listen to our Tech, Agri-Food and Health podcast. And if you have any comments or ideas, you can drop a line at podcasts at Now, interestingly, Sarkozy becomes the second French leader to be convicted after leaving office. Jacques Chirac, the late former president, faced a suspended jail sentence in 2011 for his involvement in misusing public funds during his tenure as Paris mayor. But are there any similarities between these two cases?
0: There are similarities. The similarity is that both Jacques Chirac and Nicolas Sarkozy were former presidents of the republic. So that's the main similarity, the judges could uh, come to a sentencing against the former president. Now, the situations are different because the cases are different. In the case of Jacques Chirac, uh, what he was uh, accused of and the reason why he was sentenced, was a practice that was very common practice among the political world. And you still have proceedings against different parties in in France uh, for these practices, which consisted in uh, using uh, people that were employed by the city of Paris, in the case of Jacques Chirac, and using them for um, the needs of a political party. So these people were not working, were not working for the city of Paris, which was paying them, but they were working for the mayor's party. And uh, now those practices are less frequent because people know that they are now prosecuted by the justice. They were in a a way transferred to the European Parliament. And now you are having uh, legal proceedings against uh, French political parties, the Assemblée Nationale, the Modem, which are accused of having uh, used the work of parliamentary assistance in Brussels to help their political parties in Paris. Those are concerning practices, because uh, all that functions on the taxpayers' money. Many people say, but what's the problem? Who is the victim? Who is being harmed? We are all being harmed because that's on our money. And we are paying for people who are supposed to do certain jobs for the common good or for the the public as a whole, and they are doing something completely different.
1: And while the public and the anti-corruption organizations welcomed the decision of the authorities, trying to regain trust and hoping that things are finally moving towards the right direction, everyone is hoping that this will be an example for the following governments.
2: People from the left were happy uh, that Sarkozy was convicted after years of procedure, uh, uh, while people on the right, or they didn't react too much, or they denounced uh, a kind of judicial persecution against Sarkozy. And this is actually what Sarkozy said. The judgment is not really a surprise because since 10 years, uh, he's uh, regularly quoted in judicial scandals and so on. So people was not surprised that he was convicted, even if people don't necessarily know for which case he was. And the other part is what I was talking about before is that the case is so complicated that it's really difficult for someone who is not an expert to have a clear opinion on the matter. It's not like during the Qatar Gate, when you had suitcases of cash found at home home of politicians. Here, it's much more uh, nuanced uh, than this. Um, And yes, for the anti-corruption associations, of course, they were kind of delighted of the conviction, uh, while considering that the sentence is not that high, because three years of prison... Two suspended and one firm prison is not so high comparing to the maximum that he could get, which in France is 10 years for corruption and 10 years for uh, influence peddling. There is an important part uh, of the sentence uh, that is the deprivation of Uh, civic rights, which means that, uh, first, uh, he can no longer vote uh, for, I think it's three years in the case of Sarkozy, but, and this is the most important for a former politician, he's ineligible uh, for a certain period of time, and here it's three years.
1: But is this case concerning the EU? Has the union a say when it comes to interior politics?
2: The fact that um, he's no longer a president counts a lot uh, because he has become a private citizen. So uh, we, we, we don't have too many consequences, I think, outside the French borders. Uh, but there, there is also a tendency in general for other countries and European institutions not to interfere in internal affairs of the others. Only the, the fact that maybe the opinion sees uh, in a different way than some years ago uh, this kind of crimes. Uh, in a yes, in a much harder way, uh, they, they are judged as the as we saw during the Qatargate. It's something that is not acceptable anymore. Uh, that politicians use public money or their position to 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 have a, a personal gain.
1: And it looks like the story will be continuing for years, according to Davide, who stresses that the case can get out of the French borders if Sarkozy decides to make an appeal at the EU Court of Justice and the European Court of Human Rights.
2: Sarkozy is now appealing to the Supreme Court, uh, which means that for months or maybe even years, we won't have a, a final decision. Uh, it's, it's quite difficult to say what uh, the final decision will be, as there are already some... Uh, legal issues in the case in itself but there, there is a kind of yeah we, we can imagine that uh, the, the, this will be confirmed because the court of appeal has already confirmed uh, the court uh, decision in the same terms uh, so this it can be an indication that this could happen again uh, and also because in the in the um, in the appeal to the supreme court uh, you have narrower um, angles of attack from the defense so it, it's harder, it gets harder and harder to make a judgment fall. Uh, But also there is a a last thing uh, that is uh, that Sarkozy can still refer and make an appeal to the EU Court of Justice after the the French Supreme Court and then to the European Court of Human Rights, uh, depending on his determination to say, to claim that he's innocent.
1: But how would the confirmation of a conviction look like? Would Sarkozy end up in jail?
2: just to be really uh, clear even if the conviction is confirmed uh, Sarkozy would never go to jail uh, because as I said it's three years of prison, two suspended and one firm which means in France that uh, this allows sentence adjustments which means that for instance he can be forced to wear an electronic bracelet uh, but not to go to to prison Uh, so yes but for for the judicial future of Sarkozy we might need to talk again because uh, he's involved in several other cases. So uh, he's awaiting for other trials, other investigations that are ongoing.
1: I am Evi Chiori and this was Your Actives Beyond the Byline podcast. Visit Your Actives for the latest news and if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can do so on your favorite podcasting app. This episode was produced by myself with the help of Davide Basso and I want to thank our executive producer Malte Gettleson. Thank you for listening and until next week.